Today, we'll choose an EV for a couple who think a Tesla Model 3 might be their best option, a family looking for a, an affordable lease, and another family needing an all-wheel drive EV that isn't a Tesla. Hello, and welcome to Battery Bargains, a series from the Batteries Included podcast where we answer your EV buying questions. This is episode number 14. I'm Dominic Yoni. And I'm joined today by Martin Lee from the EV News Daily Podcast and Tom Malagi, Senior mm. Editor at Inside EVs and host of the YouTube channel State of Charge, as well as Mr. Dave Connor from the Out Respect Dave YouTube channel. All right. Now, if you're looking for your own battery bargain, email us a couple short paragraphs with Find My EV in the subject line and tell us about your use case and budget, and we'll see about featuring your case on an upcoming episode. All right, so let's kick this thing off with our first case for the day. And to be transparent, we've edited the, these emails a bit for length and clarity. So you guys ready to spend somebody else's money? Here we go. That's All cool. right. Our first email comes to us from Taylor in San Francisco, and he writes, Hello, my girlfriend and I are looking to purchase our first EV in Washington State. I guess they're in Washington State, not San Francisco. So our, our goal is to drive this car as long as possible and get the best uh, the most value or bang for our buck. Insurance cost is also a part of the equation for us. So I think used might be a better option. It's just the two of us, but we prefer a four-door. Uh, not too concerned about taking long road trips. We plan to use a level one charger at home most of the time. Uh, from my understanding, that should help us reduce cost and maximize battery longevity. I'm thinking used Model 3 might be the best option, but I want to know what you all think. Cheers. Taylor. Model 3 works great. Ionic 5, ID4, either one of those I think used would be great for you guys. Right. Because insurance costs is a deal. And when you buy like a brand new car, you kind of want to get the top insurance in case, you know, something goes on wrong and you don't want to be at a lot of money. But when with used cars, I think you can, a lot of people like slack a little bit on the, the whole insurance coverage a bit, you know, just get like the minimum or up from that a little bit. Uh, that amount that you need, but uh, uh, Dave, Connor, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, uh, don't ever slack on insurance. I, I think what you were talking about was collision versus liability. Um, but you know, look, I think that uh, Model Three is a great is a great one. I'll throw a couple of names, three names out here. If you want to kick it down a little bit of, uh, from a notch, I would go um, Hyundai Kona. Check that out. Uh, Kia Nero. And also Chevy Bolt or Bolt EUV as 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 four cars to consider. They are all four doors. Um, they're all smaller. They all rely on CCS, which for road trip and they don't charge very fast. DC. Uh, I should say, you know, the I mean the the Kia and the Hyundai are are about seventy seven peak and and then the the bolts are fifty five peak. But if you're just daily driving this thing and you're plugging in at home, even on a one ten, you oh I think we lost your, your uh, situation and how much am I am I back? Yes. Am I back now? Yes. Yeah, I got a call there, so I, I just declined it. But um you know, like if you're just going to plug into a 110, not even a 220, depending on how much you're charging, it should be fine. Um, and I, I think those are those are some good names to check out as well. But uh, and finally, Martin, do you have any suggestions? I think for you, because this is your first EV, I think that, that the, the, sort of the crux of it here is what's your entry into the world of electric vehicles and. 
I mean, if it's your first one, you're going to have a great time, whatever it is. There's, I think you can make, you can't go hugely wrong. I think the considerations would be do get an insurance quote because obviously, you know, we're in different countries, but I had exactly that experience two weeks ago when I went shopping for a Model 3 long range and it was £1,100 for me, which uh, the coming from the Kona, which was six or 700, I thought it was okay. And uh, and then I just happened to get a price on a Polestar 2 and it was 450. Now I was pretty undecided about the tester of the Polestar um, and I really couldn't believe it. I did some more quotes. I made sure that all the boxes were ticked and all those things. And it, for some reason, I, I can't explain it. Maybe it's different repairability or the algorithm or whatever. But if I have that vehicle two or three years, that's a significant difference. So I would say get an insurance quote for what you're driving. You want to keep it a long time. So get something reasonably low mileage. So yes, you can go shopping for things like Tesla Model S and some nice Model 3s, but you're going to get slightly higher mileage. You go shopping at 25 grand for a Bolt and you're going to get a lot lower mileage, you know, five or 8,000. And the great thing is, my final point is, under 25,000, look for that federal tax credit on the used EV incentive. That's going to be key for you because that's going to make it way more affordable and leave some extra money in your budget. I don't think you can go wrong with a Tesla. As you say, it's a great entry into EV world. Um, but anything that you get, any that the guys have suggested are going to be fantastic choices. I would run those insurance quotes just in case. Hey, Tom, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, with uh, the, the recent news about Hertz dumping all these 20,000 of their EVs, do you think that's a good opportunity uh, for this gentleman to pick up one of those Model 3s at a pretty good fair price? I think they're mostly Ys, right? I, I don't know how many of them are threes. A lot of threes, um, yeah. Are there a lot of threes? Yeah, okay, yeah, then, yeah. then okay, then yeah, then yeah. absolutely. I would. I wouldn't think twice about getting a a, a Hertz, you know, a, a rental car, uh, particularly a, a one that hasn't been in service for a long time. And they're dumping them really because people aren't renting them more than anything. So that they probably have low miles. Um, you know, so yeah, no, I think that'd be a great idea, Dave. Um, yeah, I uh, mean, I I also think that. You know, Hertz getting out of the business is just the fact that Tesla lowered the prices so much in 2023 from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. When you mark to mark on your balance sheet, the value, the asset, you have to actually take a big hit. And depending on, you know, Hertz, um, I think I think I read somewhere, Tom uh, and and Martin, that over 60 percent of Hertz Hertz EV fleet are for um professional drivers like uber drivers and all that yeah. where they rent the cars on a weekly basis and so you know so what what they're really selling are these recreational leases that you get at you know the local um airport or whatever but it's it, to me right now i think we're gonna see a big rat going through the snake with all these hertz rental cars and it's gonna really drive down prices in the used market um, and if you can still take advantage of that for, you know, that that um, federal tax credit, um, just really make sure that you a can, you know, that your adjusted gross income doesn't violate what what that is, what it's allowed and that the model year is allowed and then it's not been bought or sold more than X number of times. You just look at the fine print there. But man, oh, man, there are some smoking hot deals out there in the used marketplace right now, and it's only going to get better. I don't have a huge issue buying an X rental as long as you get to. Have maybe have a look at it first. Now, I think that is the deal with uh, it's not specific to these Teslas. I think uh, the Hertz uh, scheme, the website they have, I forget the exact name of it. Um, you get maybe 
three days to drive the vehicle at a very reduced rental price and then you can always hand it back if it's just been you think oh look i can tell this is rough around the edges uh if you choose to keep the vehicle they take that sum off what you pay or i think you get maybe uh one day for free to test drive it uh, if you don't want the extended long weekend test drive so few downsides you might have it mechanically checked it you might think that a, a rental car has been beaten up or not i've owned one x rental car and it was absolutely fine and, and had no problems. I'm sure people watching this have had ex-rentals and they have been used and abused because that's what rental cars are. So it wouldn't bother me personally. And and the key, as 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 Dave mentions, that they are smoking hot deals and they, you know, there were some for 17 grand, which of course is a 13 grand car with the federal tax credit. But I think they've all gone now and they're floating around the 20s, but you're still looking at them 15 or 16. And if you do get something that, isn't perfect that needs a bit of work you got money in your budget and also it's everything is is proportional and so it, as it's your first ev maybe get something a little bit cheaper because then if there are some issues or it's an ex-rental and you need to do some work or uh, just things aren't right you're not thinking man we maxed out our budget and and i've sort of been stung a little bit here so I, you know it's still a lot of money but it's it's a lot less money than those cars were when they were new so I, I would just think I suggest. So you all mentioned the Tesla Model Three, and there's some good deals out there on that. But I would even go cheaper. Like uh, Dave mentioned, the the Chevy Bolt, maybe a used Chevy Bolt would be a good entrance way. Um, but if you did want something like a little bit nice, I found this uh, 2022 Hyundai Ioniq Five SE. Uh, it's uh, yeah, below thirty thousand, around thirty thousand dollar range, and. It's, I don't know it's just a little more upscale. It's kind of nice to begin your your EV experience with with something kind of, kind of nice, but um, I'm not sure exactly what the uh, the insurance will be on that. But yeah, I would definitely. I would. I think I would lean more like just Bolt EV, use Bolt EV, get that twenty five thousand uh, dollar price or below, so you can get the four thousand dollar tax credit on, for the used vehicle. Uh, make sure the dealership is ready to process that four thousand dollars. You get that up front off the cost of your car. And it should be ready to go. Uh, yeah. So can I, let's... can I just add one other thing? Um, sure. I recently rented an EV6 from mm. Hertz, and it smelled like pot. And oh. I just personally, that just upsets me tremendously. Um, if I were going to buy that car, I would still buy it. But I'd use that as a negotiating point, And I'd buy an ionizer on Amazon.com and let it sit in there for three days, and it'll be all cleared up. So okay. if you do find a car that's either been smoked in irrespective of what type of natural fiber they're smoking, um, you know, that's one risk you have. When you're buying a car from an individual, at least it's pretty much the same person driving it every day. Is it a smoker's car or not? But a lot of times people just abuse these uh, Hertz rental cars more than just driving them, but smoking funny uh, little cigarettes in them. So be careful with that. Right. Uh, Dom, really quick before we jump on to the next one. So, I know why I was um, giving them the other suggestions. We we flipped these out of order. That was the number third one on the list, and I was reading all my comments for number 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 three. So the funny thing is, I had written down Model Three is probably best choice. Second choice, Bolt EV. Right. So oh. it's exactly what Dave and what you said. So that that would be my uh, my, my recommendation for this one. And now, now you guys know what I'm going to say for the last one. <laughs> no, we, we've, we've forgotten already. Or maybe it's edited out. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so our next case comes to us from Alex, who sends us an email and says, Hello, Dom, 
Tom, Tom, <laughs> Kyle, and Martin, and and he would say Dave too if he knew you were going to be here. Dave, uh, we used to be a two EV family, and it was great. Have a 2021 Polestar two and a 20 and had a 2020 Hyundai Ionic, the original, uh, but was blessed with a third child and sold the Hyundai for a three row gas SUV, a Mazda CX nine. Mistake. These are all leases. I have 11 months left on the CX-9 and it's probably going to be over miles because we moved and have a longer commute. My wife is doing 70 miles a day. Now we, we, now we need to go back to all EV because cost of fuel is ridiculous. And I, and I share Martin's view to stop burning stuff. It doesn't have to be three row because we have seen the kids fit fine in my Polestar. They're all small children, nine months, five years old, and nine years old, and need more cargo room. The CX-9 is costing me $700 a month. My insurance is $80 a month for each car. Which EV can uh, can we lease that will cost us less? Prefer- preferably one that gets us the $7,500 lease credit. We are also in New Jersey, so something that gets to $1,500 or $4,000 state incentive. I can't wait to hear your opinions. Thank you, Alex. So let's start, Tom, you're in in New Jersey, and so you know maybe some of the ins, ins and outs of the system over there. I know you have generous uh, car incentives for EVs, right? So yeah, what what Dom is referring to is the New Jersey Charge Up program, and he said either the four thousand dollar credit or the fifteen hundred dollar credit. The way it works is um, uh, electric vehicles under forty five thousand dollars qualify for up to four thousand dollars. They get $25 for every mile of all electric range. So as long as it has more than 160 miles of EV range, you max out your 4,000 mile cash on the hood rebate. Uh, if it costs between 45,000 and 55,000, then you just get a $1,500 uh, rebate. Um, again, cash on the hood. However, the way this was set up was we set aside $30 million for 10 years. It's a $300 million program. And every year, $30 million, a $30 million tranche is, is funded. And the fiscal year for this program starts in August. So we're already now, um, uh, you know, seven or eight months into the program. And it is tapped out. Yeah. This happens every year. So we are, you can see the little circle on the left for those watching on YouTube. Temporary unavailable. 96% of the, of the funds have already been used. They always reserve a couple percent because there'll be applications in process at the dealership that the dealer hasn't, um, uh, I guess, completed yet. And maybe, you know, they, they so they leave a couple percent out there um, and, and they always seem to get used up. So right now uh, you, you can't you won't be able to qualify. Uh, the the program's going to fund again in August. It, it probably will, will be out by December, definitely out by January. It, it lasts five months at the most, and then, and then it gets run, it, it gets tapped out, unfortunately. So, um, so that's that program. Uh, it, can't, it can't be retroactive either, right? So if they get to buy the car now, they can't retroactively they apply that. They keep changing the rules. Don. Okay. It wasn't retroactive in the beginning, but then they said that they were going to make it retroactive, like you could fill out the form at the dealership. I don't know the current status of that. It's been a very poorly run program from the beginning. It was a great, great intentions, but right from day one, it was very poorly managed um, and implemented. So uh, it's and, and in the beginning, you would go to the dealership and think you got the rebate. And then your VV got delivered like 
three months later and the dealer would say, oh, by the way, we can't give you the money off because it ran out in between the time you bought your car and the delivery. They've changed that now and they have this website where the funding and once you sign your contract at the dealership, they immediately go on the website and lock in the rebate. So like when I bought my Bolt last year, I even though I knew it was going to run out by the time I took delivery, I got it because I signed it and got everything locked in. So but that's the New Jersey charge up um, rebate okay. as far as as far as the, the vehicles. So under seven hundred dollars a month, uh, you didn't give us anything to work with. Are you going to put money down? You know, that's a big that, that that's a big uh, uh, thing. As far as the leasing, you're going to lease the vehicle. So you will get a seventy five hundred dollar federal tax credit because all the vehicles qualify if it leases. So you don't have to worry about that. You'll get that. Um, and, you know, I was thinking Model Y, if you get the rear wheel drive Model Y, the the base price for that all, all range, uh, uh, no, I mean the the dual motor we'll talk about next. The, the rear wheel drive is $44,000 is the base MSRP. So you'll get under the $45,000 limit, you'll get the full $4,000 off. And of course, in New Jersey, there's no sales tax on fully electric vehicles. So you're not paying sales tax and you're gonna, you'll, they'll bake in the federal tax credit and you'll get a $4,000 cash on the hood. So that's a really good deal. If you were to get the long range Model Y here, that starts at 49. So you would qualify, as long as you don't option it up over 55,000, you would qualify for $1,500 cash on the hood. So you lose 3,500 in the New Jersey charge up program and it costs $5,000 more. So it's an $8,500 Delta between the, the rear wheel drive Model Y and the all wheel drive Model Y. It's big cash. You know, so yeah. it's, it, it, so 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 that that's that. As a second vehicle, I'm going to throw something out that we rarely recommend here, but I think it might work in this uh, case for you. Um, a Leaf SV Plus with the 60 kilowatt hour battery pack. You can definitely lease one of those um, for under $700 a month, even if you put no money down. So um, those are two vehicles that might work for you. I, yeah, Tom, I, was, I was just going to add that um, the elephant in the room here, though, is your current Mazda CX-9 lease. Um, I was just talking to a friend who is um, he's all lit up about the EV9. And he's like, oh, I really want the EV9. And, mm. and I'm in a lease right now. And and I and, and I said, OK, you first need to ask yourself, how bad is that trade to get out of it? Um, and and and. I think that if patience is probably going to be the answer here um, because it's, it's most likely going to be an ugly trade. Um, I may be wrong. So look at the economics. How much did you put down? What's the residual value? Um, what's the current market price versus the residual value? Um, but um, you know, I'd be really careful with that. One thing to keep in mind also with Tesla, if you were going to lease a Tesla, uh, and I do agree, Tom, with you on the Model Y because you you do get that seventy five hundred dollar federal tax credit on the Ys, which is great. Assuming your AGI is, um, you know, under what is it now? Under is it still three hundred? It's three hundred thousand for a married filing joint. Married couple, yeah, yeah. one fifty. So so you know, depending on your situation there, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, some of the other cars like the South Korean cars or what have you that don't qualify for that $7,500 federal tax credit um, would in the sense of a lease. So that ends up becoming a cap cost reduction on the lease, like as, as if you're putting money down on the lease, which drives the lease payment down. And so 
But I would really first start, my friend, looking at how ugly that trade's going to be to get out of that CX-9. Right. I, I didn't take it as he was looking to get out of the CX-9. Uh, oh, no? I took it as, you know, it, he's they're leasing this for 11 more months, and they're 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 now starting to plan for what what's going to be oh, the okay. next vehicle. That's okay. how I read yeah. it, at least. I could be wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to defer to you guys because I'm not really a, I don't know, my leasing uh, knowledge is like kind of like this, very shallow, or you guys have like lots of experience. So we'll leave it with you. But I did see a Kia Nero EV in the New Jersey area with, uh, was it like 349 a month, $1,000 down? Yeah. Which I thought was pretty good, but, but you know, I don't know. Um, so I think we should move on to our next one. We're going to keep it. Uh, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh. I, I, I'm going to chip in with something on behalf of the listeners. Okay. Because when, whenever we get uh, one of these, with a, it's a family, they got three kids, and all the stuff that comes with it, there's a vehicle that we, ne- we never really recommend very often. And it's clearly got a fan base somewhere because there'll always be at least one comment from someone saying, but you never mentioned this vehicle. So I'll mention it. And it is kind of ironic because you want to stop burning stuff. But... In the comment section, there is always love for a Chrysler Pacifica PHEV. Now, it does get the full $7,500 federal, uh, federal tax credit, although you're talking about leasing, so it's kind of a moot point. But if you were going to buy it or do some other finance or get a loan and purchase the vehicle, then it does fully qualify. And it's, you know, your wife does 70 miles. If that's 35 miles each way, if she has destination charging at work, and can slow charge all day after doing 35 miles. And that vehicle will do 30 miles or so, depending on what driving she's got. It's got a 13 point something kilowatt hour battery. I don't get it here. But in the comment section, people are always like, you never recommend this vehicle for families. And I'm like, okay, well, this week we've got a dude with three kids and it's got the third row stow and go seat. So it's completely flat floor. It's got a huge amount of cargo space. Yes, you would still be burning stuff occasionally, but you do so many miles on electric and I hope I've said that now and the comment section fully approves. <laughs> All right. So our, our last email comes to us from uh, Neil and he writes, hello, Bip. I guess that's better included podcast. Um, my, my wife and I are in the market to replace our 2016 Volkswagen e-Golf SE. Great little car. Uh, we live in a rural part of upstate New York and we have a daughter in daycare who I bring bring in before work and my wife uh, takes home after work. There is enough charge to get my wife to and from work each day on the coldest days, but with the additional daycare trip, it's become becoming obvious that the car won't be able to cope. Other important details, our budget is around 40000 for either new or used. Car needs to fit us three and a 60-pound dog. Four-wheel drive is important to us for the winter because we live on dirt roads, although that's more of my wife's requirement than mine. We have a Volvo X EX30 reservation. That was day one, and we would like to get it, but it's not an absolute for us. We have a uh, 2006 Honda Civic Hybrid with 250,000 miles on it, as well as a set of snow tires. My wife isn't keen on driving it with her daughter. However, I don't mind driving it to work and let my wife take my Rivian R1T when conditions are bad. One last thing, we're not interested in Teslas. Thanks a bunch and keep up the great content, Neil. So so I'm going to chime in really quick first. Uh, So going of the uh, Volvo EX30 with all drive starts above your budget. So Mm -hmm. it just, it's like 46,195. I believe that's with destination. So that's a good chunk above your $40,000 budget. So the EV 
the EX30 looks like a great little, you know, subcompact little car and everything. But if you want it with something other than front wheel drive or all or mm. two wheel drive, you know, it, it's a lot. It's a bit, it's a, you know, significantly higher. So that said, it's, uh, Tom, what do you have? The, the ID4 is in particular, you can get the all wheel drive Pro S used like a 2022, 2023 in the low 30s. So that's a great deal. Um, I love the EX30 Volvo. I don't know if that's going to be great for a 60-pound dog in the back, uh, to be honest with you. I'm not uh, – I haven't owned dogs. I don't really know how big it is. It sounds like it's a big dog and uh, that, that there's not a lot of room. It's a small car, the EX30. I've sat in it. I haven't driven it yet, but I've sat in one and checked it out. And I mean, it's it's a cool car. I like it. But – it, it doesn't have nearly the cargo space of like an Ionic 5 or an ID4. If I was a 60-pound dog, I'd much prefer to be in the hatch of one of those vehicles than a, than a Volvo, uh, you know, EX30. So um, that's my thoughts on those. Um, I, I think you can get uh, used Ionic 5 or ID4 um, all-wheel drive uh, would be right in your wheelhouse. Dave, what's it? Audi e-tron yes. fat boy 55 hey! <laughs> 30 grand if you look closely you might even find a prestige mm-hmm. um go, go prestige go, go might as well go prestige right go prestige <laughs> i mean um how much tom how much lower can they go i know it's they're fantastic deals i we almost don't recommend them anymore because we recommend them so much here dave that it's like we don't want to bring it up again because everyone's like you can't have yeah. every answer be used e-tron i'm sorry know? well i'm new i'm new to the show so i can say it I mean, but, I but they are but no and it's true you're 100 percent right they're fantastic deals out there for great prices on e-trons um you can get i mean the amount of car you get for 30 to thirty-five thousand is just nuts i mean Crazy. the same could be said for the i-paces Right now, there are I-Paces for such good prices, but I'd be a little bit concerned about quality-wise on the I-Pace. But Dave, you can get a, a used I-Pace now for like $22,000. That was like a $70,000 car. Yeah. And 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 they're, they're great driving vehicles, but I tend not to recommend them because you're going to get one out of warranty. And we have heard of, of, of issues with, 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 with the I-Paces warranty-wise. So, um, yeah. but yeah, e-tron's a great deal. What you got, Martin? <laughs> well, uh, I was. Uh, whenever we get something around forty grand, I keep thinking, right, this is the one that I'm going to recommend the Tesla, because the Tesla Model Y. There's this weird, as we've mentioned already, there's this weird pricing thing happening around with Teslas. But you don't want one, which is really annoying because I had that up my sleeve until you got to the, to, to the end of the story because all your last sentence that you're not interested because um, the Model Ys have the federal tax credit at the moment, and Tesla, as of last week or recently. Uh, became part of that scheme as well. So the price comes off at the point of purchase and it makes the Model Y all-wheel drive, which is 49 grand, I must admit, just over your budget. And that is it's just insanely good value. Uh, but you don't want a Tesla. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. So I will So I will default to uh, the car that I bought two weeks ago that is impressing me hugely because we've... Uh, our friends have got an XC40. And I always thought, ah, there's something about the XC40 that doesn't quite sit right with me. It's almost too much performance in what should be a little bit more of a, a comfy, laid-back car uh, for the family to put everything in. But also, it's not as 
bit the XC40 should be it needs to be the XC60 really it's just it's a little bit compromised you know on space and then so two weeks ago I bought this Polestar uh all-wheel drive and I just keep being impressed with it because it just seems to fit a little bit more into the performance it's a very high performance car um but also it does everything that the Volvo it's it is the Volvo with the switch gears all the same obviously it's you know every it is a Volvo um but just in a in a different package and the package makes more sense so I'm going to default to the car that I just bought have a look for those because the all-wheel drive system is brilliant it's Volvo stuff and uh the and the XC40 continues to command a a premium that I couldn't justify because everybody wants one because if you've got family or like, you, you know, when you drop off your daughter at daycare that you mentioned, you're going to see Volvos all the time and they do command a premium. There's something about Polestar. It's a name that people don't know. People don't see them around as much. Maybe the servicing, uh, if anything goes wrong, puts people off. Maybe dealers who sell used cars don't want to get involved in Pol. For some reason, the, de the depreciation on them is sky high. And again, you get an absolute bargain. I don't know why Polestar is depreciating so much more than the equivalent Volvo. I would recommend having a look at one of those. Hey, Tom, you, you mentioned the Ionic 5. I would also say keep an eye on the EV6s if you like the styling. I mean, they're basically the same car. I think the GV60s on the Genesis side, you know, in non-performance, maybe you find someone who's just like blowing one out, but they're probably a little pricey. But Tom, I want to ask you what what about a a, a Mach E? Yeah, that that's also a good option to be honest with you, one hundred percent. You know, it's uh, they're all kind of in that wheelhouse. The ID four, Ionic five, Mach E, you know the 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 EV EV six. You know, they're, they're all you know almost interchangeable. So yeah, now nah, you know we, we we should should almost mention all four of them when we mention any of them. I'm just on. Uh, uh, I'm on cars.com just for the sake of any website, really. Uh, but the GV60 does start used under 40 grand, uh, less than 10k miles on that, so it'll feel like a brand new car. Mm, it's, kind of nice. it's a little tight, though. It's small, yeah, you know, it is. It is a little, but also it's really special, though. Yeah, I, I yeah. It's, it has it's a nice crystal ball. Like it. Yeah, <laughs> it crystal, it's, all right. The but, crystal ball is cool. It is cool. I know. <laughs> I want to uh, just chime in and agree with Martin here. I found this, and I was thinking, if you're going to find a look for a Polestar 2, you can find them on the web for 25 or less. So not very many of them out there. So double check. This one's got almost 40,000 miles. So that might be more miles than you really want in your car. But if you want to get that $25,000 or less and get take advantage again of that $4,000 used uh, incentive, uh, you know, a twenty-one thousand dollar EV is a pretty nice thing to have. I think twenty-one thousand on the Polestar. If if you can get the used tax credit, right, right. It's it's like what? how can you say no to that? It, but with yeah. forty thousand, you have to balance it with having forty thousand miles. Yeah, my, I just bought a forty thousand mile car. It feels like a brand new car. It's tight yeah. and bright and it's fantastic. There's yeah. one little on the driver's side because we we drive on the proper side, obviously. Uh, yeah. But on on the driver's side. Uh, the, the 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 guy that owned it, because I got all the service history and I can see it's it's, it's a guy's name on it. Um, he must have rested his his elbow there every journey because there's a nice little grease patch just on the uh, on the door card. But I've got to get seen too. But otherwise, the materials held up really well. That's so. Let do the do the uh, the the conversion is about eighteen thousand pounds. It's probably about twenty one thousand dollars. I don't know. I've looked at the exchange rate recently, but yeah, but that's insane pounds. value. Mm -hmm. Oh know, my right? gosh. So, but oh. if you. 
But if he wants to go above twenty five twenty five thousand dollars, you know, up into the thirty thousand between thirty and forty, you can go. You get a used, you know, Volkswagen ID four, Mustang Mach E, Polestar two, EV six, uh, Ionic five, Ionic six. Even there's some used Ionic six out there. They're at the top of the thirty thousand dollar kind of limit. But uh, there's a AV, bunch of EV six is a starting mid twenty, mid twenties for an EV six. So, so yeah, oh, I'm just well, so oh the used market. To, oh, when, when, you, when you look at cars.com, you have to go down the bottom first and make sure they're you click the box that says no accidents and the title is good title first too. I, I've, so you I've, get rid of I've, all those. Yeah, I've clicked clean title and no accidents reported. Okay. okay. Um, and look at that twenty seven nine ninety for a wind spec. Wow. I mean, yeah, by the way, um, just just one small thing. Run, when you're if you're looking to buy a used um, car, run both the Carfax and the Auto Check. Okay. Um, because I've I've run into a couple of situations. I've been buying buying some used cars recently where it'll say clean Carfax, and I check Auto Check, and it says accident. Oh. So um, it only costs you whatever it is, fifteen bucks, or you know, sometimes they're they're free on the websites and all that, and then. Keep in mind that um, don't just search for cars that are local to you, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the, the, the Internet is a very powerful thing. And depending on your situation, if you get a really good deal, it might be worth you jumping on a plane. Tom, I know you've been known to do this, right? Jump on a plane, go look at it and drive it home. And uh, and by the way, you know, I always get Kyle to, to, to do that for me, you know, so he, he's, he's willing to get on a plane and go anywhere for a road trip. Um, and any car is twelve hundred dollars away from you if you want to have it shipped. Um, yeah. So, you know, the, the market is is really right now. This is a huge buyer's market, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, for EVs, especially. There's a lot of negative noise right now as the politics start heating up and there's this whole bifurcation and all EV or not EV. Take advantage of that and, and don't jump at the first car that you see and negotiate because there are some smoking deals out there right now. And the most important thing you can do is continue to look at cars that are, are selling and, and ask you, oh, did it sell? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. What did it sell for? Now, a lot of times they won't tell you that because that's private information, but sometimes they will. Get to know the market so that when you see the deal, you know it's a good one, and, the, and then you can pounce on it. So those would be my sort of pieces of advice. Right. Have, have you guys noticed how many emails we've had recently from people saying, I've got an EX30 reserved, or I'm looking at an EX30? Yeah. Yeah, very sure. popular car. It's everywhere, man. It's, it's Kyle like... and I both have reservations for him. <laughs> but it's not a big car. <laughs> I know. No, it's, I know. Car. it's just I... it's it's the packaging was fantastic. I loved yeah. it sitting in it and everything. I'm like, this I, I know if I get that, I'll never get a chance to drive it. Meredith will be on that every day. Because <laughs> she on. likes small cars and easy maneuver and everything. She loved our i3s. She really likes driving the bolt now. She drives oh. the Bolt every day. We got a, a Rivian sitting, a Rivian R1S sitting out in the driveway. She walks right by it and hops in the Bolt every day. I love it. I'll, I'll I, come I, over I, and help you out. I'll take that Rivian right off your hands. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, I put a. Uh, well, a Dave, we should talk about that. Yeah. Right? I, you know, I've had it for six, six or seven months now. It's got twenty eight hundred miles. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'll it's, come up and drive it. It hasn't yeah. been. Has it, it, we're not getting as much use out of it as I thought it would. I love the Lightning, so I drive it every day. And now Meredith seems to be at home with the Bolt. So the poor R1S, which is a fantastic SUV. I absolutely I love, love it. it. It's a great SUV. The things get no love here. 
I saw that. one in black yesterday. It just looked, just almost took my breath away. Like seriously, it looks so good. Like it really looks good. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, I saw a Chevy Bolt. Actually, I just want to mention really quick. Uh, if you're buying a Chevy Bolt EV, you not you think, think it looks kind of dorky? You can put aftermarket wheels on it, and it could possibly look a little bit better. I put on threads. I put a little uh, picture. I saw one at the charging stations last night. I put a picture up. It looked it looked pretty sweet. Actually, I was like, is that a Bolt EV? Is this like <laughs> wheels? Makes all the difference. Anyway, Tom, I, I love you, but I don't think that that's going to make that much of a oh, difference. I'll show you this picture. It'll change your mind. It'll change your mind. Put some twenty twos on that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that brings us to the end of our show. If you have any comments or questions, please leave them below or get in touch with us on the social media platform of your choice. Don't forget, if you like the show, please give us a thumbs up. Uh, if you didn't like the show, please give us a thumbs up. Click subscribe. <laughs> tap that bell icon for notifications. Thank you all very much for joining us, and we'll see you all again very soon. Ciao.